you for downloading this podcast from Victory Outreach Manchester. We pray that this message will bless your life as you listen. You alone, O oh God, are worthy of our highest praise. You have saved us from sin, from darkness, from destruction. And you haven't saved us for no reason. Lord God, tonight, as we cross over from one calendar year to the next, I pray, oh God, that everything that does not belong in our future would be left behind. And only that which has purpose and meaning, and only that which brings you glory, is going to be part of our newness in this coming year. Spirit of God, I pray right now that you will touch every single person here, everyone watching online right now in a very, very personal, very special way. And Lord, I pray that tonight as I share quickly your word and we make these declarations that you're going to confirm your word with signs and wonders. May we be entering truly Miracle territory. In the name of Jesus. Everyone who believes that and agrees with it, say amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Just take your seats for just a couple of moments. And then uh, we're going to be up before the end of the night. And we're going to be making our declarations going into this new year. Praise the Lord. I believe in 2024 that there's a new harvest coming for God's people. I believe that it's going to be a fruit season, a fruit-giving, fruit-bearing season. Hasn't always been like that in the past years. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Sometimes there's been times of difficulty, times of challenge, times of change. But I believe that in 2024, we are going to see a harvest of God's blessings for everything that He's been preparing us for. The reason why you've been through some of the stuff you've been through is that He's been preparing you for what He's prepared for you. Some of the things that, that, that you've been allowed to go through is to chip away and chop away everything that has no place in your future. You've got to understand how God works. When you read through the timeline of Scripture, when you read from Genesis all the way through to Revelation, you see that God works in patterns. He works in seasons. There's things that He does, and He does it consistently. And whenever He does something that is difficult, whenever He allows something difficult in your life, it's always so that there's something that that, that needs to be removed. I don't know about you, but since I got saved, I needed some stuff removed from my life. I've been saved now coming on 29 years. And in that time, I've gone from being a heroin addict. I've gone from being a drug dealer. I've gone from being a criminal. I've gone from being someone who was messed up and tore up and didn't have anything good to show for my life. I went from someone with no future, no dignity, to now being a minister of God's gospel. 
to being a husband of one wife for 21 years, to being a father of two children, to being a pastor of this church for 20 years, for being a minister for 24 years, for being a church planter, for having a master's degree in theology, for being an author. But in that time, God has had to cut away attitudes. He's had to cut away some pride. He's had to cut away some negativity. Am I preaching to anyone tonight? He's had to cut away some stuff where I was more concerned about what people thought than what God thought. But God allowed situations to come into my life. And I believe he's allowed some situations to come into your life too. Because he's sovereign. He's in control. He takes charge. Nothing happens outside of him being able to say, you know what, that's going to, be, that's going to work out good for my child. And he's been chipping away at us. There's been some stuff that's been chopped away from our lives and from our churches and from our faith. But I believe it's for a reason. God don't just allow you to go through pandemics. He don't allow you to go through loss. He doesn't allow you to go through dark times. He doesn't allow you to go through difficult times for no reason. Can someone help me out and say amen? And I believe that for everyone who has endured the times of pruning, and the changing of wineskins over this past season, that you're going to see the results of your faith and your faithfulness in this coming year. I believe it with all of my heart. Well, most of my heart. There's probably a little bit of my heart that's still like, Meh. I'm not sure, Lord, but I'm just being real. But I'm, I'm talking like 90, 99% of my heart right now is believing that there is going to be such a blessing that comes into our lives in this next season that you're not going to be able to contain it on your own. You're going to have to get other people around you that are going to help you with the blessing. You're going to have to offload. Oh, help me out, man. You might not be believing it yet, but that's okay. I'm believing it for you. Add to that the unblocking of the wells of life and the rebuilding of the walls of protection around the things that, that Christians hold sacred and you've got a recipe for blessing. That's what we've been through over the past few years. It's been hard, it's been tough, it's been mad, it's been difficult, it's been worrying, it's been anxious. But God has been allowing stuff for a reason because he's positioning people. There are some of you right now that in this next season, you are going to see an acceleration of blessing and purpose and meaning in your life. Oh, you have, you have, there's single mothers that all of a sudden you're going to start to see God's blessing upon your life. There are people in this place, you're going to see some things happen in your life in this coming season that are going to blow you away. There is the right man and the right woman waiting for you. Come on, somebody. There is the right job waiting for you. There are children and families waiting for you. There is ministry waiting for you. There is influence waiting for you. God is about to blow your mind. I need you to understand this. I need someone to help me right now and shout something in faith right now that God is about to bless His church and His people. But here's the thing. To make sure those blessings are not missed or squandered, I've got, I've got to let you know there's two main concepts that God keeps putting upon my heart that we need to take a hold of, we need, to, we need to learn about, we need to pray about, we need to read about, we need to study more. 
These two things. Are you ready? I need you to take these things down. I need you to write them somewhere. I need you to, to, to sink them down into your spirit. Two things that are going to enable blessing to come into your life in this next season. Are you ready? Very, very simple, very biblical things, but not easy. These two things, these two things that God keeps talking to me about. And other people, not just me. Other people that are tuned in. Consecration. Someone say consecration. You've got to understand what consecration really is. It means putting Jesus first. It means putting God first. It means not negotiating with the things that are sacred. Consecration. And the second thing is covenant. You want to understand what covenant means? Covenant is not contract. A contract says, I'll do this if you do that. Too many Christians in the last season have signed a contract with God. They've signed a contract with their church. And then when they walk in through the doors, they're more concerned with the pastor, with the heating system, with the lighting system, with the person sitting next to them, with whether or not they get some parking space, with whether or not the, the coffee's the right variety. That's a contract. And when those things don't work, when the pastor doesn't get to you afterwards, when someone else maybe is around you, they sing too loud or their bum's too big on the seat. All of a sudden, you're like, I'm taking my Bible and I'm leaving the church. That's a contract. A covenant is, I am coming to a place with other believers who are imperfect like me to worship a perfect Savior. I am putting my eyes on Jesus. I am linking shield. I am locking arms with the imperfect people around me. And we are going to make it through. We're going to go together. We're going to fight the same enemy. Come on, somebody. That's covenant. These two things, very, very important in this next season if you want to see blessing in your life. This can be seen in what Jesus told his disciples to focus on. Matthew 6, 24 through 33. Let me read it for you. Jesus said, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, nor about your body. Oh, hallelujah. I need to hear that one after Christmas. Don't be anxious about your body. It's just Christmas weight. Hallelujah. Is, life, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? I don't care what brands you wear. I want to know if you're wearing the mantle of the anointing, of the robe of righteousness that is, comes from faith in Jesus. Come on now. How many of you know you look good with the anointing? You look good when the presence of God is upon your life. You look good when you've been through the pruning and here you are with fruit growing in your life. You look good when you've made a covenant and you're sticking to it. You look good. You smell good. Things around you go good. He said, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. In this time of crisis. I mean, if you know, food prices have gone through the roof. It's unbelievable. Amen? Heating prices, fuel prices, gas prices, house prices, mortgages. But don't be anxious. Don't worry about it. If your eyes are on Jesus and you're following in his will, then if it's God's will, it's God's bill. 
Are you not of more value than they? Turn around and look at someone right now and just say, you are valuable in the eyes of Christ. Tell someone right now, you are valuable. You are valuable. You're worth something. Come on now. You are worth the price of the life of the Son of the living God, Jesus Christ. You are valuable. You are worth His blood. You are worth His life. You are worth His sacrifice. You are worth Him living and dying and going down into the pit and preaching down there and taking the keys of death and hell and rising up from the grave on the third day, never to die again. You're valuable. And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? Why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? How many of you want your faith to grow? How many of you like to be the, the person of faith and power for the hour in this new season? How many of you want to have so much faith in God that mountains move and the mountains melt like wax, that giants come down? Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, what should we eat, what should we drink, what should we wear? For the Gentiles or the unbelievers seek after all these things. There's people out there that don't even believe in God that are running after all this stuff. Someone once said of rich people that are unsaved, they said they're so poor, all they've got is money. How many of you know we're rich when we have Christ in our lives? What does it profit a man or a woman to gain the whole world but lose their eternal soul? I don't know about you, but a little with God is much. You've got to get a perspective on this thing in a new year. And then God's going to bless you. Why? Because he's going to trust that you ain't just going to squander the blessing, but he's going to be able to flow his blessings through you. Then he says this, your father knows you need all these things. This is the verse. This is the verse, consecration and covenant. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. You want to know how to, to really, really step into the blessing and have it really guaranteed within your life that God is going to bless you? So seek him first in all you do. Amen? Love everyone else. Love him, love people. Love him, love people. Put him first in everything you do. With your money, put him first. With your time, put him first. With your talent, put him first. In every area of your life, put Jesus first in 2024. Don't leave him as a little add-on. Don't tag him onto your life. Don't be someone that lives a carnal life and then claims Christ on the top of it. Don't be like those, those whitewashed tombs. Look good on the outside, but inside it's all dead and withered and mangled. In this new year, put Christ first and watch what he does. Even though the world around us looks like it's getting darker, I really believe that this is going to be a year when God's faithful ones are going to shine. People are going to look at your life and they're going to say, why are you so blessed? And you're going to say, it ain't because of me, it's because of him. Why is it that things are going your way? Things have shifted. Things have changed. I don't know. But I know that my God is for me. And if he is for me, who could be against me? 
Where does this blessing come from? I know where this blessing comes from. It comes from the Lord above, the Lord of hosts, the Lord of glory. It comes from Jesus, man. So love God. Love people. Especially those that are of the family of faith. Consecrate and make covenants with people. When you do that, your fruit is going to grow, your harvest is going to be more than you can handle on your own. And the blessing of God is going to flow into your life to such a degree that it's going to pour over the top. Pressed down, shaken together and running over. I don't always come up on a New Year's Eve and preach like this. Sometimes I'll come and I'll give a word like the last few years. There's going to be pruning. There's going to be a cutting. There's going to be a changing. There's going to be a shifting. There's going to be some stuff going on. Oh, no. Look out. Watch out. Batten down the hatches. Buckle up your seatbelt. Hallelujah. But this year I'm coming and I'm saying, get ready all the empty vessels in your life. Get ready because whatever it is that you've got, God is going to multiply it. He's going to pour out His oil. You need a container. You need to go to other people and get containers. Just like that widow, when the prophet came to her, you ain't going to have enough. The only time the blessing is going to run out is when you run out of emptiness. The only time when God's blessing is going to stop flowing in your life in 2024 is when you say, enough God, I can't take it any longer. When you have covenanted your life with Jesus Christ, when you have put Him first in your life, when you have consecrated your life, when you have said, I am yours and you are mine and I am going to serve everyone else around me, I'm going to be blessed because I want to be a blessing, then God's power is going to be poured out. God's anointing is going to flow. God's favour is going to be yours. Oh, you need to help me out because I'm preaching better than you're responding right now. This is what I believe. That God is going to bless his people. And check it out, there's no magic about tonight. It's not like, oh, the 31st, you know, the miracle doors open and everything shifts at this time. No, no, no. These are decisions that we've already been making. This is God's blessing. Just, it's, it's just, it's just getting ready to pour out. We've already been being prepared. When you said yes to God, when you refused to quit, when you refused to turn away, when you refu- refused to curse God and die, God was saying, "I'm getting a blessing ready for that one. They're going to get double for their trouble. I'm just preparing them. I'm taking away stuff. There's an emptiness inside of them that I can feel. It ain't their attitude, their skill, their ability. It's just my favor. It's just." my blessing. It's just my anointing. It's just my power. There is going to be such a blessing that pours out. Oh my goodness. I'm excited about it right now. I'm excited. I I, I don't know what I'm going to see in your lives. We've already heard some testimonies about someone that came in messed up from prison and now she's blessed up. A leader in the church, an author. We saw someone that didn't have any education, came in as a 16-year-old kid with no education, about to become a doctor of philosophy. Man, we can, we can list all of the different stuff. How many of you have got a testimony of God's blessing in your life? How many of you have seen him move before? Well, I want to let you know, if he did it before, he's going to do it again. This time, there's a new level. There's a new level of blessing that's coming to his church. There's some new stuff that's about to take place. 
There's some new doors that are about to open. There's some new realms that you're going to walk in. There's some new rooms that He's opening doors for you to go in. God is about to pour out His blessing. Some of you are sitting here right now and saying, I haven't been through that. I've lived my own life. I'm a little bit messed up, actually. What about me? God says, there's still time. Get right tonight. Get right tonight. Get right tonight. And the blessings are going to flow. But you have to be intentional. Only the things that are determined actually come to pass. If your mind is not set on a course of action and your heart is not in it, then your life ain't going to follow it. So we're going we're gonna to make some declarations right now. We do this every year, man, and it's powerful. There's two things I need you to get to grips with right now. In your mind, before we make these declarations, and we're going to make this declaration right up to midnight. It's five declarations. But right now, I want you to do this. When you ask yourself a question, what do I want to come and what needs to go? What do I want to come to my life in this new year and what do I need to go? What do I want to receive and what do I want to release? Ask yourself that question right now because unless you've got emptiness to offer to God, he ain't going to be able to fill it. And sometimes you need to let go of that old wineskin, that old method, that old mindset, that old attitude, that old realization or revelation that you had once before. You need to let go of some of the victories that you had because how many of you know, if your past, if your past victories were your last victories, then there ain't no victory no more. You need a new victory. You need a new breakout. You need a new breakthrough. You need a new blessing. And God's going to do that. So this is how we need to do it. We're going to pray. We're going to declare some things that we want to see come in 2024 and some things we want to go so that our mindsets are going to change, our lives are going to be ready, and the blessings are going to flow. So stand with me to your feet right now. We're going to get ready for this. Some of you might want to come out, make, make, a, make an altar call of this declaration. Feel free to come out to this altar right now, but this is how it's going to work. I am going to say the declaration, and you are going to speak it out loud. No thinking it. Don't, don't be thinking this stuff now. You need to be declaring this stuff out loud. There is a power in it. We're going to agree upon it. You're going to declare it and something is going to shift and something is going to change and something is going to make a difference in your life. Are you ready tonight? Come on, let me let God know you're ready tonight. Are you ready tonight? Are you ready for the blessing? Are you ready for this new year? We're going to declare these five things. Number one, peace. peace. Say it, peace. peace. Now say this after me. Everything that I say, you repeat it after me. But make it a declaration into your future. Make it a declaration before God, before all of the angels, before everything that can be named. You're making this declaration as a spiritual declaration into this new year of blessing. Are you ready? Yes. Peace. I declare the full shalom of God. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing lacking. Over my life and my family. 
and my church during this next season. I let go of all unforgiveness and everything and everyone who is toxic. I submit to God and I resist the devil in Jesus' name. Number two, health. I declare full healing and refreshing to my tired mind and body. Come on, someone needs to speak this out right now. There's been a lot of sickness about. I want full health. Physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually in 2024. So that I can fulfill the will of God for my life. I let go of all doubt and fear and shame and every negative word and negative attitude and negative opinion that has been cast over me in Jesus' name. Number three. Are you still with it? Money. Come on, speak it out. Money. I declare financial breakthrough and a spirit of generosity to flow through me. I ask for God's wisdom to make good, faith-filled financial decisions so that I can help to resource God's will in my life. I let go of all selfishness, all stinginess, and every sinful controlling attitude. In Jesus' name. Number four, vision. I declare a fullness of vision and a newness of vision in my life in 2024 so that I will move forward knowing where I'm going and how to get there. I let go of spiritual blindness and I resist the temptations of this world so that I can enjoy the benefits of eternity in Jesus' name. Oh, we're getting there. Hallelujah. We've been declaring this stuff. There's power in this. Number five, revival. I believe this 2024, there's going to be a revival that breaks out. It's going to happen personally and it's going to happen corporately. How many of you want to see revival? I declare that I will experience spiritual revival and that I will steward signs and wonders and miracles in my neighborhood, in my city, in my nation, and in my generation for the glory of my King Jesus. I let go of unbelief, laziness, a religious spirit, that denies the power of the Holy Spirit. I let go 
of sinful pride in Jesus name Father God I repent of everything I've learned and everything I've leaned on that doesn't belong in your will for my future and I have faith that this next year will begin the best and most fruitful period of my life. I step into 2024 in faith that Jesus Christ is Lord and that what He has begun in my life, He is faithful to complete it. Come and lift up your hands right now. We have made these declarations in faith. We have spoken them out in the company of the saints, in the eyes of the angelic host. We have declared them. We believe them. And I believe we will receive what it is that we've believed God for. He has prepared us for what He's prepared for us and it is good, church. It is good, my brother. It is good, my sister. There is some good stuff coming in our lives. There is a freedom that's coming in your life. There is an authenticity that's coming in your life. There is a security that's coming in your life. There is a value that you've never known before. There is going to be a breakthrough that you need. You're going to partner with other people in seeing a move of God in this city and this nation and this generation. We're going to take these next few minutes as we worship the Lord and we pray. And I want you personally, right where you're at, to consecrate yourself to Jesus. Victory Outreach Manchester is a family in the city and we are here for you. Visit us every Sunday in person at the church building or live on Facebook and YouTube at 10am. Go to our website vomanchester.org.uk for more information.